This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's Live in the Bream with the host of Fox News Sunday, Shannon Bream. This week on Live in the Bream, we are once again digging into a political issue as we look ahead to the days coming. Um, It is going to be the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, which, as you know, the Supreme Court overturned last year in the Dobbs decision. And for a lot of people, I think on the pro-life side, um, the hope was that would change the debate, change the reality of the situation quite a bit. And it has. But I find in talking to people from both sides of this issue that... What they find is there are some things about the abortion issue that are now more unsettled than ever. Um, and so as each state kind of puts together its own framework of how it will now handle this issue post row, there are people who have been involved in this space for a long time. And I thought it would be interesting to talk to someone at a very unique place. It's called Bethlehem House. Gina Tomes is the program director, and they work in the lives of women who have uh, surprise unintended pregnancies, many of them in crisis. And I wanted to talk to her about what comes next in this conversation. So, Gina, thank you for joining us on Live in the Bream. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. So tell us about Bethlehem House, because I'm sure that you have heard, as I have in covering this issue for years, that many in the pro-life arena want these babies to be born, but that they are then in some way disconnected or uncaring about what happens to these women, to these children after that point. But the mission of what you guys are about is the direct opposite of that. So tell us about what you're doing. I would love to. And thank you again. And so Bethlehem House is a uh, pro-life maternity home that was founded exactly 18 years ago, this upcoming January 22nd. Um, We opened up in 2005. And as I look back over the past nearly two decades, um, I, I never in a million years envisioned that we would be here today and continuing to to be a leader and a driver in the pro-life community. Um, It is truly, truly, truly inspired by a divine, I believe, intervention through God and that just brought us all together to be able to provide this mission. So women who are experiencing crisis pregnancies seek us, um, go through an application and interview process. It is extensive. we hold the women who come through our doors very accountable and provide a very holistic deep dive intervention in their lives to get them prepared to be the mothers that they want to be that they are choosing to be to carry this pregnancy to choose life in fact the most difficult circumstances so the majority of our moms are experiencing homelessness, addiction. They are born into poverty. They really can't identify healthy family supports and have never really thrived in the community and in a family. So we have this huge, huge task and an absolute blessing of welcoming them into Bethlehem House and providing them care, Shannon, and individualized attention that gets them ready to be the mom that they know that they want to be and can be, and then also to really be prepared for life. And and that is that is a part of the miracle process that, that at times I, I feel unworthy to even be witness to. Um, when I see 
the total transformation of each woman's life, I know we're doing the right thing. Well, and as you said, they come to you in so many different circumstances and you all are faith based, but they don't have to come to you with any religious faith or any specific connection um, to what you're doing. But as you said, um, you take them through a pretty deep dive. I mean, whether it's about financial literacy or um, helping them to get education done, scholarships, things that will move them in the right direction. And it's not a matter of my understanding of, you know, a matter of days or weeks that you're with them. Some of these women, you're involved in their lives for years. Um, there's They're with you. They could be with you for months, up to a year, I understand. And then afterwards, there's a lot of trying to stay connected with them and making sure that they and their children um, have what they need. You are correct. So so they come to us and the average length of stay is a year, but we've eliminated, you know, really any time frame. So if a mom needs more than a year, she stays more than a year. We don't define what she needs. She tells us what we need. And then we respond in a very, very evidence based manner, a very professional way and um, welcome her into our home. And you, you hit a really um, important point that I would say the majority of our women come to us without any faith um, understanding or any relationship of even really what a relationship is like with with God. And we welcome her. We love her through our actions. We are showing her love. So when they do graduate, when they've secured their housing, when they've had had their child and when they have completed the 14 different curriculums and tracks and programming that we offer, um, they they bridge out of our program and we call it bridging out of our program because they bridge into our aftercare program. And I, I think that the aftercare programming is probably one of my favorite things to share because, you know, in our own lives, we experience barriers, we experience bumps. We all know it's a matter of coping skills and supports around us. And these women are just like you and I, I they really and truly are. And when you see them out in the community engaged in our aftercare programming, they're setting new goals, they're experiencing new things, they're hitting barriers, but our professional team is staffed and equipped to continue to walk with them and continue to offer them opportunities to grow and to continue to thrive in the community. I, I could tell you story after story about what we witness in our aftercare program and, and our moms are willing to share. They, they want to empower other women because they feel that through this intervention of, of this type of maternity home that has set their life on a trajectory that they once thought was impossible. So they are no longer living in poverty. They are maintaining their sobriety. They feel connected to their community and all of this through choosing life. And so their message, what they shared with me today, what they wanted me to get across because they are the experts, the women we serve. And that is who I go to when we are creating new programming and continuing to keep up with our culture's demand is they are telling me that this intervention in their life changed it forever. And they want to share that with as many women as possible. So their children are receiving care. We bridged um, several children into a private education. They came to us and said, you know, we can't afford this. We would love to, you know, send our kids to a private school. How is that possible? So we move quickly. We raise dollars. We empower them to, to live the life God intended for them to live designed by them. We'll have more Live in the Bream in a moment. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services 
Marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. How would you answer those who say, listen, this kind of thing is not going to be realistic for every woman with an unplanned pregnancy. I mean, some of them can't check out of their lives for a year. Um, They feel overwhelmed and and that the best decision for them is to move through with an abortion. Um, That these programs aren't available everywhere and they aren't a fit for everybody. You know, that's that's a really tough, tough choice. I think, you know, there what my favorite, you know, part of the last two years and what I've noticed is there are more maternity homes popping up in communities that are providing intensive care and really trying to meet women where they are. And, you know, it's not exactly checking out of their lives for that year. But it's us meeting these women and really responding to the program that they need, whether it's in their own home through home visitation. It's really about coming together and by by creating a life plan that is designed holistically to meet each woman. That's that's a really key point. There is no one woman alike. And so yet we all function as this big family together at Bethlehem House. There have been hundreds and hundreds of women that have come through our doors. And I've had the blessing and privilege to be there since the doors opened. And there is not one woman alike. And so it's up to us as people in our communities that are pro-life that want to meet these women where they are and walk with them it's just about designing the program that meets them and i i mean i i don't want to get off task but i have to tell you this yesterday one of our moms um had a very she's actually in our aftercare program and she's she's doing great she's you know experiencing some health crisis but she's she's engaged she's communicative she's she's doing well herself she experienced an unplanned pregnancy and she was able to create an adoption plan um she came to us terrified worried um she was experiencing i mentioned some medical issues and there were some some disabilities that the baby was going to be experiencing and she was just terrified so we were able to help her with creating an adoption plan for this very special needs baby the parents that were chosen for this adoption had prayed for a child for over five years and in a million years they never thought they would be here today so there are just so many scenarios that really empower the culture of life and just really embrace life because when we come together as a nation in a loving way you'd be surprised at all the pathways that are available to these moms that that really want to choose life and need help and and how do you address those who would say um where do you where do you find the fine line there of of helping them but holding them accountable without 
you know, it coming across as patronizing or, you know, we know better than you and how to handle your life and your baby. I mean, how do you build a relationship and kind of let them be the person that they are, make autonomous decisions as much as they can and, and move forward with their lives? I love that. Um, you know, Bethlehem House is is very, you know, when I look at our policy book um, that our residents really commit to abide by and sign that contract when they when they even apply to our programming, um, it's it's a two way street. They really have to want that that direction and that guidance. And, and we're not trying to tell them what works for us is going to work for you. Again, it is very meeting somebody where they're at and designing the program that meets their needs. But it, it is a very, very it's much like a family. You know, when you're raising children, um, not that these women are children in any capacity, but we all as family members have accountabilities and responsibilities and and really treat each other respectfully. And with that being said, it's it's the same thing at Bethlehem House with our moms. They they really have to want that life um, and change in their life and to be open to it and embrace these policies. When they're living inside of Bethlehem House, it's a temporary time in their life. And for the majority of them, they share with us that they really have never experienced a love like they're experiencing under our roof. Um, I hate to say it, and it's it's not okay with me, and it, it's what sets my heart on fire on a daily basis. Is our culture is is suffering right now, and it's it's not for everybody. I, I look at my own family, and I feel blessed and I feel supported, but not everybody feels that way. And we need to do a better job as communities to reach these women and to just show them love and to walk with them. Yeah, in some of your materials I was reading, uh, talking about Bethlehem House, and we're talking to Gina Tomes, who is a program director there at this um, very unique maternity home. It says, to foster an environment of mercy and of hope. And I would think that many people who find themselves with an unplanned pregnancy, they may have a lack of hope along the way, thinking, can I do this? Can I find the resources? So the idea of mercy and hope, talk about that. I love that. Um, That's definitely something that's a part of our mission statement because we need to show them mercy. Our, our, a lot of our culture um, is is telling them that they they should have these abortions because they are living in poverty and there is is so many responsibilities, which is very true that comes along with parenting. This is a quick fix for for a long term decision of parenting, the ultimate responsibility of God's gift. And so, what we're doing is turning that upside down and saying, no, there is hope and. There is mercy, and we are going to show you that. I don't think our doors would remain open, and the wait list is sitting today at 38 women, which is mm. is not okay. We are continually, it is just a pathway of success, of of woman after woman that is saying there is hope. There is, there is more hope in this world. There is loving people that are willing to help us knock down barriers that are uncomfortable to talk about. Um, a lot of of things you know in our community or through government assistance there is aid but it's not a one size fits all every woman and every family and everybody has their own story and what we're doing at bethlehem house is really meeting each woman hitting the pause button and getting to the root of the problem. And the problem is not usually the pregnancy. The problem is usually other things that surround her. And through this intense intervention, we're able to address it. And, you know, that's the reason, you know, things really started moving fast forward is we worked in a partnership um, through the University of Notre Dame to create evidence and prove the effectiveness of this intervention in a woman's life. And what are the outcomes of that? And it's 
it's mind boggling and blowing of when you really look at it. Um, I've been doing this every day, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year for, for again, nearly two decades, what the outcomes were really um, shocked me and thought, oh my goodness, you know, we are really doing something right for our culture and turning things in a direction that I think um, is needed and empowers women truly by that definition. Talk to me about the education component. First of the traditional education. I mean, if a woman comes to you and is needs to get high school done or she's interested in college or vocational training, that would be a good fit for her. Um, how do you walk them through those options? You've just described three areas that, that are that are critical. So um, I would like to talk. So if a woman doesn't have her GED, it's part of our requirements that she obtains that. Um, it's a proven fact and statistic that without that high school diploma um, in education, that it's a barrier long term for life. So that we really take each crisis um, according to the demand of of how severe it is. Um, I'll jump to addiction and recovery. If a mom has that in her life within 24 hours of her moving into Bethlehem House, she's getting an assessment. She's either bridging into inpatient treatment for 30 days or intensive outpatient. And we're getting her we're getting her ready. We're getting her caught up on her rest. We're getting her taken care of in the most critical way so that then she can move to the next phase of our program. There are over the average mom completes over 350 hours of educational pieces when she's living at Bethlehem House. So everything through health and wellness, through financial literacy, through workforce development, we have beautiful assessments that we're able to complete with each woman to really dig deep to find out what her passions are. What does that future look like? How is she able to take care of her child in a fiscally responsible way, holistically, mentally, and physically? What does that look like for each mom through our case management practices? And it's it's absolutely amazing that so many of them bridge into college, so many of them bridge into trade schools. I, I hate to keep using these examples, but again, they're just popping in my head. One of our moms came into our program, you know, within her addiction. And so sometimes they're functioning in crisis for so long that they really don't even know. They're not clear about what what the next steps even can look like or what their passions are because they've been functioning in a survival mode for so long. So we really decompress them, love them, take care of them, and then bridge into the next steps. But one of our moms, discovered that she um, was really good with her hands and loved working on cars. And a long story short, three years now out of our program, she's in her aftercare program. She works at a, a very um, popular oil changing place. She's the general manager. She um, is, is applying to be the regional manager. She makes excellent money. She went on her first vacation last year. She's saving for her home. You know, she's always functioned in addiction and crisis and abuse. And she just wants to share her story. And she's excited that if one tiny piece of her story could empower a woman to really, really hit the pause button, if she is experiencing a crisis pregnancy, to look at it and say, this could really be the changing point of my life and really bring this child into the world prepared and it could change her life as well. Tell me about, you said a waiting list of 38 women. How many women do you work with at a time, um, residential or otherwise? And what's the cost to them? 
That is um, a great question. So Bethlehem House serves 12 women at one time, and that's inside of our residential program. And that program is always, always operating at capacity. So when one mom graduates and bridges out into aftercare, we usually fill that bedroom within 24 hours. And so there is a waiting list. And, and that that is is on my heart every day in prayer um, in constant discernment of what are the next steps what do we need to do to accommodate these women so because they are on our waiting list i still work with them make phone calls try to bridge them into other resources but but i need to do better and we need to do better and we need to to grow and accommodate the women on our waiting list um the average um, amount of women in our aftercare program, there are hundreds of women. And so the aftercare program is something that is consistently growing and thriving because when they bridge out, they're stronger and, and they want to tackle the next goal, the next dream, the next goal. And they, I'll tell you, the the heartstrings when I pull up to Bethlehem House in the morning and we have recently uh, partnered with a developer that built 15 apartments, um, three bedroom apartments that are subsidized that are all $580 a month that are gorgeous apartments um, filled with our alumni. And you see kiddos out there waiting for the bus, jumping up and down, screaming, tackling us when we get out of the car with enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what could be better than that is just to see a community and a culture of maternity moms that support one another through fellowship and watch their kids grow up together in a healthy environment is is pretty inspiring. Mm -hmm. So but for the women who are there in your care, is there a cost to them during the program? There is absolutely no cost at any time in our in-house, um, what we call our family life program, that's our residential program, and then throughout our aftercare program. There is never one cent that would ever be charged to the woman that comes through our program that is accepting services. We are a family. We do not enable women or make payments or support them when they move out. But as they continue to reach their goals, um, a lot of them um, continue to be drug tested because they're in their addiction and they feel that that holds them accountable. They're attending programs and classes in our aftercare program. They're meeting their goals and they get incentives through maybe they're having a hard month and they need a gas voucher or maybe they need um, some help with groceries. Most of them are applying for scholarships. They want to go to school. And so this is exciting. We created, I, I always think of um, fun acronyms, the Collie Scholarship. It's called the Cost of Living Scholarships. And it's, I love to talk about it because it's uncomfortable. Our moms can get scholarships um, into college, but it's that cost of living that doesn't go away and they're raising their child. And so what we're doing is subsidizing their cost of living while they're obtaining their degree. And it's remarkably successful. We have several moms in nursing school, uh, business, two-year degrees, trade schools it's just um when you come together and really identify what each family's goals are the sky's the limit there's never a cost to any of the women that we serve and that is because of the generosity of the supporters in our community yeah, we've been talking to Gina Tomes from the Bethlehem House, um, a unique maternity program for women in crisis pregnancy. And as we uh, approach yet another anniversary of Roe, it's officially off the books and it's a new world for both pro-choice and pro-life groups out there trying to figure out what comes next. Um, so, Gina, thank you for sharing the mission of what you guys are doing. And um, you, if you want to know more, BethlehemHouseOmaha.org. Thank you for your time. Shannon, thank you for your time. Such an honor.
Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.